1: Check out live one.com slash best music for details.
0: Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your
3: trip at CBGAirport.com. A new survey asked people to name the most magical moments in a person's life. Most magical moments. The most magical moments. Okay. And here we go. The first one is <sighs> Hearing your child's first words, Uh, Richie. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You're
0: almost at, do we have an official word from her yet? Do you think?
3: I mean, yeah, because
4: she says hi. And I think she's been saying that since she was, I don't know.
3: An infant. Eight months old or something.
4: All All right. So both of us check. We've had that one.
3: What it, is it, what it, words is she saying besides? Well, hi? Like right
4: now she'll say mom or dad. Yeah. she'll say hi. She's a little delayed, I think, in the speech department because she had the tubes, and I don't know if she could correctly hear yeah. everything. Mm-hmm. Oh. But if you ask her, like on a picture, like where's mom? She'll point like there. Yeah. Or, or dad? She'll point. Mm-hmm. But I think she says nana too. Like she'll be like na 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 because that's what we call my mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, really, just like hi mom, dad, nana.
3: Nothing impressive, like discombobulate.
0: It's not like
4: she's like, but I will say that I believe we had her first sentence last weekend, and she was like, hi, dada, like said, hi, dad. When he walked Mm. in the room, I was like, she just said, hi, dad. Uh Scott's like, that's not what she said. I'm like, it doesn't matter (laughs) what it sounds like. I'm not really sure. Well,
3: all that right. was the number one answer. Okay. Uh, number two was getting married. I loved it so much. I did it twice. There you go.
4: <laughs> Check.
3: Uh, number three, having a baby.
0: That was a pretty big moment in life. Yep. So far, I'm three for three. I hope there's something on this list that hasn't happened yet. I hope all of Your my magical moments are done. <laughs> All right, uh, let's see. In.
3: Buying your first home, yeah. oh, that's passed.
4: That. What about like retirement? Is that on the list? <laughs> is that
0: magical? Bu- <laughs> buying
2: a home is magical.
0: <laughs> Getting that first letter from AARP is that? <laughs> well, <laughs> buying
3: your first home is magical.
2: Yes. I, that was a big deal. Check. It's a big deal. I don't know if it was a magical. I mean, I had instant buyer's regret and remorse. Me too. Oh, did <laughs> you seconds it?
0: after. Really? Horrible, horrible feeling. Why? Just the money or you just in what interest is on a house? I know it's awful. see. for
2: me. It was the it same is. thing.
4: I had regret, not regret, but I had buyer's anxiety because the paperwork stack is like a ream of paper and they're like, this is, this just says that you're doing blah, blah, blah. This just says that you're doing And you're just like, okay, initial Assign, here, here, initial, here and yeah. date. And you're like, okay. And you at the end of it, you're like, what the hell did I just do? Yeah. I don't even know. I probably gave you a kidney and bought a house. I don't right. know. I
2: trusted a lady named Kathy and just, exactly. signed, just signed a bunch of stuff.
4: I only, I've never even met these people. And all of a sudden I'm just like, okay.
3: I was just so excited because to me it felt like adulthood. And I just felt, felt like, like a such a grown-up. It, it, it a was deal. just a really big deal. I was excited yeah. about it. I was in my early twenties and yeah, I was, know, getting I was married, lucky we had a good experience a
0: life at, it- you know, it had a little pool on a pond in Florida with palm trees. So yeah, it was cool. All right, The first
3: starter home.
0: So now I'm four for four.
3: Uh, passing your driving test. Oh, that's passed too.
2: Way. I guess I have a very different definition of magical.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. maybe let's let's finish the list All and right, see ahead. if you've got anything
3: on there. Uh, falling in love for the first time. Okay.
0: That's pretty
2: much. What is that number
3: seven? We that's gotta- number six. Okay. Uh, number seven is hearing someone say, I love you, back to you. Jeff. Number eight, your first kiss. <laughs> number nine, getting your first paycheck.
4: Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery House
3: in- Oh, that was oh, yeah. huge. I loved it. I was so excited. I remember exactly what it was. It was forty two dollars. You would have thought oh, wow. I hit the lottery.
0: That's impressive.
3: Yes.
4: see, I felt differently because I was like, I just worked a lot and I got one twenty seven eighty <laughs> two you know, you're like, this is not how this works.
3: I can't believe they pay me to serve popcorn. This is the greatest <laughs> gig ever. Uh, what else? Number 10, hearing your baby cry for the first time. How was that for you?
4: That was emotional. That's very emotional because when they come out, sometimes they don't make noise. And then you're like, why isn't the baby crying?
0: You know, because yeah. immediately they should be freaking out. Well, you've been carrying it around in silence for yeah all those months. And the only way you knew it was there is when
3: it kicked you in the kidney.
4: Yeah. Or <laughs> that's the thing, too. They're like, they're okay if they if they come out right. and they should cry. And you're like, where's the crying? Where's the crying?
3: Uh, some things that just missed the top 10 include buying your first car, seeing your favorite band live.
4: Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's magical when I get to see my Kenny.
3: And graduating from college—is there anything on here, Jen, that you haven't already lived <laughs> through? My no, life is over. They've all passed. It's done. They've all come and no gone. No
0: more magic for me.
3: All right, so Tim, what would <laughs> what would you consider to be a magical moment? Then, uh-huh. if if these aren't it,
0: I don't know. Falling in love—that's
2: definitely magical. I think having your baby is magical. Getting I married. Know. I don't know. Not
3: buying a
4: house. Not buying a car. I remember
2: being a kid, and you come down and on Christmas morning. And- oh yeah. That's a very magical moment. Presence. <laughs> yeah. Not the presence, just that spirit of everything. everything. Like, whoa. Well, and
4: when you wake up and you find like a dollar from the tooth fairy, you're like, yes, this is awesome. You know, little stuff like that. Hmm.
2: Yes. The car, I could maybe say the car was
3: Oh, magical. for sure. Yes. The acquisition of things, that material that do, possessions. Well, I, can, well, free, I love it. Well,
2: I gives you freedom. You can <laughs> well, move. You can adventure.
0: Waiting for Jeff to say what magical thing he ate.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. sent
0: you into some sort of,
3: <laughs> oh, cosmic know, bliss, zoogasm. Absolute <laughs> and total bliss. Yeah. 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 You want to talk about magical, Jen? Yeah. How about shoes? Oh,
0: there is some magic in footwear. Shoes yeah. makes
3: you feel good, right?
0: I love shoes, you know. Big. Huge. <laughs> I've decided, I you know, I'm just
3: going to call myself a collector. I collect. How did it feel? Was was it magical the first pair of shoes you bought?
0: I don't remember the with first your own pair, money. I know that there are many pairs that I have uh, felt that this is this is a magical purchase right here. Well, what about the magical. feeling that you feel
4: when you win the auction on eBay? I you
0: know, know what I, I mean? Win, like, that's you win pretty magical. The is <laughs> it, <laughs> it is? I don't know it's I won, like gambling. You I won know? one the other day. It's right. Yeah, it's, and you're like, yes, I wow, well, I. Did it. And it wasn't even for my max bid. I got it below my max bid. Oh, see, now that That's had to big. feel good.
3: That was big. Seventy-two percent of women.
4: <laughs> I just thought of another one. When you go up to pay for all of your groceries at Kroger and you put your plus <laughs> serious. You put your plus card in at your phone number at the end and all your digital coupons and stuff comes off, and it's like you've saved one twenty-seven ninety-five. You're like, yeah.
0: That's magical.
3: 72% of women own more than 21 pairs of shoes.
0: 21, that's nothing.
3: 72% of women own more than 21 pairs of shoes. That sounds cheap? like a lot of pairs no, of shoes to I me. No, I mean
0: when you just when you just stick within the black genre, okay? You're going to need black sneakers, like casual sneakers, you're going to need workout sneakers, you're going to need flats. Uh, ballet flats, dressy flats, super casual flats. Then you start getting into the low heel, open toe booty, mm-hmm. you know, you need you have to get like a high heel, like a pump ish kind of, oh, I mean, I haven't even wor- gotten to dress or yet boots. and I'm at like seven, right? Yeah. I'm just starting into the booty
3: department, but for someone on a budget, <laughs> normal well, people,
0: you know, I, I mean, these don't have to be expensive shoes.
3: 25% own some shoes that are more than 12 years old and uh 70% have been so impressed by a pair of shoes that they were motivated to actually ask a stranger where they got said shoes.
4: Oh yeah, especially mm-hmm. if you see if you're traveling and you see some really cute ones you're like, "Oh
0: my gosh, where are those from?"
3: So the average woman owns 21 pairs of shoes. That How sounds many?
0: Sounds like a lot to you? Does that sound like a lot? I mean, how many t- pairs of well, shoes do you own?
3: it's four. And what kind of, what are they? You got a pair I, of- The, the pair, pair that I'm wearing on, right now. Uh-huh. And then I have another black, black pair that are, that are, yeah, the black boots, the zip they're a little dressier. Kind of the
0: work boot, a dressy work boot kind of.
3: Right. And then I have a pair of nice black shoes for like if I'm wearing a suit. Right. And then I have a pair of brown shoes that I almost never wear if I'm wearing like khakis or something or a color scheme that requires brown almost never oh and then i do own the shoes that i run on the treadmill so that would be five five yes
4: our boss buy you a pair of shoes Uh,
3: i reference those included
4: in there okay yes what about like you don't have flip-flops or sandals when you go to the pool
3: oh i did have water shoes shoes? but i lost them they're somewhere in upstate new york in a lake someplace (laughs) in a lake somewhere yeah there you go
4: I mean, I feel like a lot of women I know, even when you talk about being on a budget, probably have at least maybe five to 10 pairs of flip flops because yeah. flip flops are a dollar at Old Navy sometimes. And you're just right. like, I need black, red, blue, purple. All right. All I mean, right. You- so
3: let's see where you stand compared to the average woman. With the average woman owns twenty one pairs of shoes, how many would you guess made?
4: I think I have probably over a hundred, but, but I'm including that I probably have twenty pairs of flip flops.
3: Well those count. Yeah, that's okay. what I'm saying. So you're guessing over a hundred. Well
4: then I like tennis shoes. I have like, you know, different colors of Chuck Taylors and Add I probably them all have fifteen pairs of tennis shoes.
3: All right. And then you
4: have to have, you know, like Jen said like a strappy sandal or like a boot. You need like a snow boot. Right and now you've it's sandalying
3: season. By the way, these are shoes that you've been accumulating ever since oh, you're old, for, old enough to buy your own pair. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. at the age of whatever you are now, yeah. you've accumulated...
4: Probably 120 uh, pairs of shoes-ish.
3: All right, 120 pairs of shoes. Tim, how many pairs of shoes do you want?
2: If we include the flip-flops, I'm going to say maybe 15. Yeah.
0: And
3: 15 pairs. And
0: how many of those are flip
2: Two, flops, two,
3: two, or two, three, two or three. All right, so we got 120 on Fritsch. Oh, five. I own five. <laughs> 120 for Fritsch. Would you say 15 we'll just for Tim? 15, yeah. Jen, how many pairs of shoes do you own? A lot. You think you own a lot. Four hundred oh, more than 100. More, huh? yeah. more than 200. Mm. More than 300. 400. Say more than I 500
0: know. pairs of shoes. I don't know. I really, honesty, I, I don't want to count them because that might take the fun out of it for me. Why? But I am running out of space. Are There's...
3: there any that maybe you could sell?
0: Oh, I've gotten rid of shoes over the years. And there are some that I just, yeah, that I need to do a little purging for certain. But uh, but it's yeah. really hard, it's though. Hard. I will say because, like,
4: especially if you don't wear a pair of shoes for a long time, um, like the wedge is back. So if you had a wedge that you wore maybe 10 years ago that you probably maybe have only worn Couple of times, ten times, because it matches a particular outfit. What is it? I don't
3: even know what a wedge it's is. Like a wedge sandal. <laughs> okay,
0: it's like a a heel, except the the it's middle part in. is all
3: filled in. Oh gosh. Gotcha. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, you see, what happened though, when I had Jacob, I was a perfect size eight shoe prior to having Jacob. Yeah. And then I was a size nine, and so there were probably three hundred pairs of shoes that I owned at that point that no longer fit. Hmm. So I had to start from scratch. How many pairs of Crocs do
2: you have with rocks glued to them?
0: They're not glued. Attached. (laughs) How
2: how are they affixed?
0: uh, I think I have
3: four. If they're not glued. Four with rocks. Mm.
4: But that's your thing, you
3: know. Shoes are my thing.
4: You like them. Mm -hmm. Right. It's like how many microphones do you have, Jeff?
0: Right.
3: Two. Uh, (laughs) Three, actually.
0: You used to have more. I got
3: the two classics and I got the one in my... uh, voiceover closet
0: right and the average person owns how many microphones point zero 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 one
3: i know i know i'm such a collector
0: Uh (laughs) uh-huh
3: hey uh we should probably take a break here but i'm not gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna play through you're a rebel i know look at me picking your nose one of the great little pleasures in life for many people (laughs) And why would you deny yourself that joy? They ask people, you know, they do surveys on this stuff because we want to know. One out of three people say they never pick their nose. That includes 39% of women and 25% of men. Does it count like if so, if you are using a tissue as a liner so that your finger is not making contact with the inside of your nose, That's does nice that count as picking?
0: No, if you're sticking your finger, yeah, it has to be bare finger up your nose. That's oh. how you qualify. Well, picking. then no, yes. then I'm
3: then I'm that one in three people. Yes. who never does because
4: you can't. I mean, it's not really nose picking if you have a tissue, correct? But if
0: you're taking the tissue and you've just got it wrapped around your finger. And you're
3: putting your finger up your
4: nose. That's not picking. That's not picking. Okay. Putting your finger up your nose.
0: Every morning on
2: the way to work.
4: Is picking.
3: Got to clean up. If you are clearing out what you weren't able to blow out with a tissue, that's not considered picking your nose. Correct. All right. 58% of people admit that they pick their nose, but they only do it in private. And 5% don't care what society thinks. They pick it in public and they do it proudly.
0: I think this is right there with the pan in the shower thing. I don't think people are being honest. <laughs> they don't want to admit it. They don't want to admit that they pick their nose.
2: Yeah, I, I pick f- my nose every day. Sometimes <laughs> with a finger, sometimes with a tissue. I feel do like most people
4: do it in their cars, though, because when you're driving, you look around and at like you're like, ah, look at that guy. Yeah. It's Tim.
2: There's Tim. Going in. Take hey, roll and
4: flick.
3: <laughs> and my mother told me, she says, if you don't want to get a lot of colds in life, don't pick your nose. Because you, you get germs up there. And, yeah, yeah. and all these other things. You know, maggots can grow up there and all these horror stories. Oh, Stop. Scare the daylights you, out of
0: me. That was my. I think if I were to list all of my challenges with Jacob and things that he did that I had a, a difficult time with mm. boogers. I think boogers is numero uno, mm. and it just oh, it was it just he could he could throw up all over the room, and I would have no problem, you know, cleaning that up or. Dirty diapers, none of that. But he would stick his finger up his nose <laughs> and then eat it, and I just couldn't deal. I just, oh, it was the worst. Mm. I don't
4: really get bothered a lot by that, like, snot and stuff. Like, I have the <sighs> nose, Frida, and I no, stick it in my nose and suck it out of there. So just thinking mm. about it. I'm getting nauseous.
3: Well, all right, it's let's okay. change this. Subject. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Change this subject. Let's do that. I'm sure you're not the only one. Uh, hey, guys, listen to this. Your sex life could be so much better if you would just pick up a vacuum cleaner and not for some super kinky BDSM move. According to a new survey, couples who actually split chores more evenly have more sex and better sex than couples where one person does way more of the housework. And by the way, that person is almost definitely the woman. The survey found the average woman spends 22 and a half hours doing chores every week and the average man only spends 16 and a half or six hours less. That's a lot. Yeah.
0: Six hours, you know. But, you know. There's... Doesn't it suck that you have to clean your house like over and over? You can't just do it once and it stays that way.
4: Yes.
3: Doesn't it suck that we have to do housework to get any? <laughs> <laughs> well
0: but that's what they
3: say. Yeah, it's It'll same. really improve your sex life.
0: Well, we're not quite so tired.
3: You contribute from more. From doing all of the. I know. The work. This story comes out about once every six months. I swear, this is a. And we we
0: keep trying. We keep plugging away, yeah. hoping eventually it's going to sink in.
3: You wear yoga pants. I never see you I wear love yoga pants. Yoga pants.
0: Yeah, I have a few pair.
2: How are yoga pants different than the leggings you wear? Besides the print, they're,
3: they're looser,
2: they, right?
0: They cut different. Yeah, but well, they're looser like, from the knee down. I mean, they're they're pretty snug on your thigh and your butt and your. They're super comfortable.
4: There's different styles, too, different mm-hmm.
3: fabrics. Yeah, women wear yoga pants in lots of situations these days, and uh, sometimes even to occasionally do yoga. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is one time, though, when you need to avoid them. Doctors are warning people not to wear yoga pants when they have an MRI, because when the magnetic imaging meets the the Lycra and spandex, it can actually burn the pants right onto your skin. Whoa.
0: Oh my god, that's terrible. Yeah. Oh
3: Most hospital staff members are aware of that risk and they'll have you change if you do wear yoga pants for your MRI, but just in case you get that one person that's not their first day or they mm-hmm. forget or they're not paying attention. Now you know. Now you know. Wow. Don't wear yoga pants if okay. you're heading in for an MRI. The
0: fit, uh, t- the material is, is a snugger, more, it feels like it holds you in and keeps you in place. It's spandexy. Mm hmm. I'll bring in a pair you can try on and see because I know you've worn the leggings, so you know how they feel. Or the cat leggings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, I thought you were talking to Fridge. I
4: was <laughs> oh, talking to Tim.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> I have my own yoga pants, Jeff. She oh, does.
0: We should <laughs> do the a- things
4: where, like, they had these maternity yoga pants from oh, Old God, Navy, and they, were, they were amazing. Awesome. Pull I still them up over them. the Belly. Uh, yep. Right up to the boobs.
2: Yeah. We should do a uh, a apparel rotation day where. I will dress as Jen. Fritch can dress as me.
0: Okay. (laughs) I already kind of do.
2: Jeff will dress as you.
0: (laughs) And then then I get to wear jeans and a polo shirt. Nice. (laughs) That would be awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Works for me.
3: I would love to see you in jeans and a (laughs) polo shirt. That would be great.
4: I'm going to wear it on relax day when Tim wears like a T
2: and and jeans. I've been pushing the dress code a lot lately.
3: Listen, they say... And Jen has said this more times than I can count, that yoga pants, no matter what kind of body you have, are so flattering, they can make any body look amazing.
0: Mm-hmm. So for, for when you wear Fritch's outfit, Fritch, make sure it's yoga pants okay. for Jeff
3: to wear. You Do a side-by-side, side, me it and my jeans. Yoga pants.
0: <laughs> oh,
4: you would never take them off. I'm serious. They're awesome.
3: They're going to be a little big on me, aren't they?
4: I mean, maybe. Probably.
3: Like the pregnancy part? Isn't there?
4: But it's not like it's, but it's like.
3: It's stretchy. Yeah,
4: it's not like it's big in that department. It still is like stretchy where it comes up and over.
3: Hmm. Oh, I'd love to see you in a polo shirt and jeans. Because <laughs> it's just so opposite of anything I've ever seen you wear. <laughs> that would just look so weird.
2: And big, like uh, like Jeff wears those. Big clunky boots. Like those Badass shoes. Oh, yeah. Uh, I
0: have tons of Timberlands, so we could we'll, we could make that work.
2: Right.
3: <laughs> I'll be
2: walking around with Crocs and rocks.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Parrots on my legs. And your Carly.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> this is the greatest <laughs> idea ever. You're
0: he gonna asked, love it, He too. knows the names. Did you pick up uh, on that?
3: Yes. Uh-huh. I love it. I know. You hang out here long enough. <laughs> this is the Carly, this flowy no, thing. No, this
0: is a Sarah.
3: Oh. What's the difference?
0: Because this is a sweater. Carly's a dress. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then wearing an Irma. This is the shirt. Irma.
3: All right. Let us know when I we know. need to do this. Whenever you want to. A new study out of Australia found that sharks, sharks have surprisingly sophisticated taste in music. And they they love, they
2: love Katy Perry.
3: No. I mean, not really shark.
2: Every they're, time you say
4: shark, I'm singing the baby shark song. They're <laughs>
3: drawn to things like jazz and swing. Really? Sharks. Yeah. Huh. So in theory, if you're playing that music, there's a higher chance you will attract a shark than if you play Katy Perry. What do you think of that, Fritchie? I think
4: it's amazing.
3: I ask Fritch because she's a songwriter now. Did you know this?
4: Singer-songwriter.
0: <laughs> That's right. Composer.
2: So if you're out on the beach hanging out, don't have your Dave Brubeck on. No. The sharks might be rolling in.
3: Uh if you if you didn't know, Fritch has become a songwriter. She's ever since she had Penelope, you know, like a lot of moms, she's started singing songs, but <laughs> She doesn't just sing any songs. She makes up songs.
4: I do. I create my own Mm -hmm. original material.
3: And, uh, And I
4: have since the day that she was born because immediately the first week she was born, I wrote my first song, which is our personal song. It's not on my album. It's just called Mommy Loves the Baby. And that's the one that I only share with her. I have oh, saying so it you to you guys out,
0: before. Will you come out with like a lullabies album, like you know Nicholas Shade? When's your first
3: LP or it's EP? It's not
4: necessarily like lullabies. They're just inspirational, fun songs for parents and kids.
2: Gotcha. This is exciting. It's Penelope's birthday, Mm -hmm. and she's in for a big surprise with her favorite mommy songs.
4: Get out of here, Hiccups, nobody likes you. Get out of here, Hiccups, go join the zoo.
2: And now you can enjoy them, too. Q102 Records presents Fritch's Mommy Melodies. It's okay
4: to take a nap. It's okay to take a snooze. Mom sure likes to drink the booze.
2: Uh Uh-oh, baby's not using good manners.
4: Fritz can help. We say God bless you when you sneeze. Excuse you when you burp. Say thank you and please. That's how your manners work. Hold the door for an old lady. Help a man
2: across the street. And parents, you'll love it too.
4: Cheese and macaroni. We don't like people that are phony. Billy Idol sang "Moni Moni."
2: <laughs> Sing along with all of Penelope's favorites.
4: You make me happy. Wind skies are great.
2: Fritch's Mommy Melodies. (laughs) Just in time for Mother's Day. You're going to love it. Order now at WKRQ.com. Hi, it's Fritch. Sing along with me.
3: (laughs) Cincinnati's Q102. Jeff and Jen, 9 after 8. Most of the morning rain has moved on out of here, starting to dry up. We'll see sunshine this afternoon, a high around 80. It is 66 at Cincinnati's Q102. It can be tempting to just eat lunch at your desk, especially if you're behind in your work. Or, heaven forbid, you actually love your job and you don't want to leave.
0: I mean, you think about it. We pretty much every day eat breakfast and sometimes breakfast and lunch on the job right here in the studio. We do it it as we work. Yes.
3: There's no... I'm going to lunch. I'll be back in an hour.
0: I wish. We could do that. We could start doing that. What time do you think we should do that? 8.30? At 9 and then we just. 9? We're done for the day. Done for the day because we've got to go to lunch.
3: Got to go to lunch. I'll be back in an hour. <laughs> we got a second date update schedule call. Yeah, when we get back from lunch. Yeah. Guys, I'm going on a coffee break. I'll <laughs> see you in 15 minutes. No, we eat as we go. We mm-hmm. break as we go. We That's do it while we work. how
0: we are to this job and this show and but, being here every day.
3: Well, and, people, not really. People. Breakfast, you know. <laughs>
2: we don't. Uh, we start really early. We do. So it's not like we have time to get up and make an omelet and hang out. I mean, we could. But we, let's be real. But we choose to stay in
3: bed and mm-hmm. eat, a, eat a bar. Yeah, <laughs> we don't take those breaks. But, you know, it's still an intense six or seven hours. But there, this study... Is saying there are five reasons why you should really consider stepping away and eating somewhere else more often.
4: Okay, let's
0: hear it.
3: Number one, it helps you concentrate.
0: Okay, better focus. Gotcha.
3: Yeah, too much, excuse me, uh, too much exposure to the same type of stimulus like a computer screen makes your brain get used to what it's seeing. So you're more likely to overlook important details. They say even a short break can help.
2: Well, it's just like uh, for students, it's always shown that kids who get out for recess when they come back do better in the afternoon than just sitting there the whole time.
0: I mean, plus if you're standing or sitting in front of a screen, I could tell you I was on my phone and my iPad a ton one day last week. And I remember when I took a break from it, it's like the second that I took my eyes off the screen, my eyes started to ache because I'd been staring at it for so long.
3: Oh, yeah. The I'm headache. surrounded by five of them uh, right now. Yeah, Staring at a screen too long makes you blink less which can dry your eyes out Mm -hmm. and staring at something that close to you all day, it can cause eye strain, which is why you're supposed to remember the 20-20-20 rule. Every 20 minutes, look up from your screen, stare at something 20 feet away, and do it for 20 seconds. That's the 20-20-20 rule.
0: Well, I wasn't doing it, that's for sure.
3: Here's another reason to have lunch away from your desk. It might help you sleep better. One study found that even just a 15-minute break helps because your eyes need time away from the blue light your computer screen gives off. Ultimately, it will help you sleep better at night. It can also help you slim down. A study at the University of Colorado found that people who eat at their desk have an average waistline that's more than one inch bigger than people who aren't chained to their desk all day. And finally, number five, it improves your mood. Well, hell yeah.
0: <laughs>
3: a study in England found people who take lunch breaks have a 30% lower risk of depression. Partly because you're more likely to go outside and get a little sunlight. Yeah, that helps so much. You know. But it's just not conducive to this job. Nope. we got to do that later. we got to do it after. That's the goal. Let's try to wrap up, do what we need to do. Okay. Let's get we should, outside. We should okay. do some more
2: lunches like we did earlier this week. That was great. Bring these two with us.
3: That was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, when they ditched us because Jen and I were working right that day, and I you know. guys went and drank with our boss. That's
0: right. Did
3: That's you even not get invited?
4: Happened. They even asked you if you were available. I never invited. It's yeah. fine. It's all right. I'm right there with you.
3: That's not what happened. It's not what happened. I had a scheduled lunch with my supervisor.
4: Set up by you or set up by her?
3: By my boss. Okay. And so we had plans. I went in there. I think you guys were aware of it.
0: Because she told me and I brought it up in front of the group.
3: <laughs> you guys had left.
0: Because then after I said it, Jeff kind of gave me the side look and he goes, How did you know that I was going to yes, lunch with Patty? Is he exactly did. what he, he, he said. Know, he said, Did I tell you? What's going Yeah. Out?
3: well i I just think it's fascinating how jen just really does make it her business to know everything that's going on in this building
0: (laughs) that's so funny because i'm so clueless i there was like a big bomb that was dropped the other day and i had no idea (laughs) all three of you were fully aware and i'm like what and it was a good thing you told me because i was about to step in it yeah, that's why I didn't know. So I do I don't go saying that I gotta know all the business because the only reason I ask is because I know I'm ill informed.
3: The first question she asks whenever she if she's been out a day, anything yeah. exciting happened while I was gone? What did I miss? No well, What did
0: I, I miss? if it,
4: I don't yeah. ask, nobody's going to tell me. I know. It's very high school ish here. Nobody's gonna it? tell me no, anything. But, but
3: you're making it sound like we're intentionally keeping it from you. It, it, we really do, just it's like okay. time passes and we forget about it. Uh-huh. That's all.
4: That's not true because sometimes you intentionally not bring things up because you don't want us to know. It's yes. so
3: not true. That is, that is oh, so true. Where is the ding? Give me so that. So not gun. true. Ding,
0: ding, 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 Mr. King of Line by Omission. What yes. are
3: you talking about?
4: And then my favorite is it's like, oh, I thought I told you. I just talked to so many people. I didn't tell you. I didn't know, that. I, didn't know I didn't tell you. I didn't know I told you. Are you uh. sure?
3: I don't know what you're talking about.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> so, we had a planned time. It was scheduled for noon. <clears throat> I said, I'll swing by your office, take my car. She comes in at 1120. She's ready to go. I'm still working. I'm like I just need like 20 more minutes. Great. Meet you in your office. Go to the office. Tim is having a conversation with her. I can't tell if they're in the middle of it, if they need some more time, if they're wrapping up. Looks like they're they're done.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: We're all set to go. Tim is just standing there. I'm like, hey, want to go to lunch? And he was like, um, sure. Mm-hmm. Great. Mm-hmm. So we went to lunch. If you were standing right there, you would have gone to lunch too. Horse hockey.
4: I agree with that too. That's crap.
3: Why do you say that? Because
4: I don't feel like you would have invited us. You had the plain opportunity all day morning long. Well, you could even
3: say a be whole week. like,
4: Or, yeah, whenever you planned
0: it, to be like, hey, you want to go? We're all going. It's all right. I didn't want to go anyway. Did you want to go?
3: You, no. You no, know, one could argue. You could argue that uh, it was not my place to even invite Tim because I'm not the one who called the lunch. So you, you could you argue that anyway. I spoke out of turn.
2: I said if as long as I'm not intruding or you know if there's some sort of work meeting that you got to do business at uh, I don't have to go Tim
3: was a total gentleman about it we looked at Patty Patty said it was fine so it was a spontaneous
0: well, What do you expect her to say at that point Yeah
3: I expect her to be the boss and tell us the truth and if she didn't want Tim there she would have said so She's pretty blunt She's very Yeah absolutely she and yes. said- that's one of the things that I like about her is you always know where you stand
4: and you had she doesn't of, sugarcoat you things. You had plenty of time to invite us before the meeting. Like Jenna's saying, you knew about it for a while, and you just never said He anything. likes
0: to do these things alone.
3: You know, for the record, you have so much more face time with her than I will ever do. Because you guys, you know, you have these creative meetings. You're, while I'm in here editing stuff for the next day, you guys are... In close contact with each other, which is great. But heaven forbid, I have one lunch.
0: Which you took Tim on. So if you were looking for just FaceTime, because
3: time with Patty. I'm not that possessive. <laughs>
0: and you know more than Tim's got more FaceTime with her than all of
3: us combined. Well, that just goes to show my regard for Tim. <laughs>
4: You know what? I will tell you this.
3: (laughs) I'm just not that possessive of her time.
4: I appreciate actually not being invited because I would have felt the guilt of having to say yes because everyone was going on this lunch. And that's actually (laughs) the only time during the entire day that I get to have my time to myself is when I leave here and I go home. If I'm home before like one o'clock, it's the only time I get to hang out by myself. So Mm -hmm. I appreciate you not inviting me. Because I would rather be by myself than, than to have lunch with all, with all of us. you. <laughs> There's your cup of honesty for the day. Not that I don't love you guys dearly, but uh-huh. it's my only 30 or 40 minutes that I you get. it's do okay. to explain it to me. We yep.
3: totally get it. Mm-hmm. We understand it. We respect However,
4: it. Now, for the record. I would like to be invited and given the option on whether I would want to hang out with you or not.
3: So let me ask you this, then. Yeah. If Patty Marshall, our program director, or Mike Frederick, the vice president general manager, if he asks you guys to lunch, or if mm-hmm. she asked you guys to lunch, mm-hmm. does that mean now we are under obligation to invite the entire team to said lunch?
0: I don't no, know. You sh- were fine. You were f- well, you were fine until you invited Tim and yeah. then that's where you screwed yourself and that's why you're
3: in trouble Bingo. here today, I, I think. I was going
4: to say the
0: same right. exact thing. But you're, you know, it's, it's,
3: it's Tim just happened to be in the right place at the right time. Well,
0: Very and you know last what minute. I think what I think happened there what is Jeff was up to something. Was, there was so Jeff was
2: up to something. Going on Jen,
0: like I know. She
4: overthinks all of this stuff. <laughs> Just, it, was a, it was a meal, Jen. Right. But why
0: then did he look at me and go, did I tell you I was going to lunch? Because he wants to know if so, you're like following him or bugging so, him or something. He knew that I knew that he was up to something. You're overthinking and that. so that's why he invited Tim along, because now he's trying to hide it. So he has now planned, I would bet, a subsequent dinner <laughs> alone <laughs> with Patty, because that way he can leave from his house and they don't have to be seen together here or leaving together. Come on. Why would you? Like...
2: And you call me the conspiracy theorist.
4: Seriously, I mean, really. <laughs> and it doesn't matter. Like, they're going to hang out with each other and alone or with everyone if and they want to. I, I, I'm
0: totally cool with if they all of it. Select... Yeah,
3: you seem really cool. I
0: was going to say, if I'm they selected you. G- you don't seem phased at a all. Bit. Yeah. She's just been this amazing, been the lengths
3: funny.
4: that you go to. Since the moment I told her that the two of you went to lunch, she has not stopped thinking and talking about it. I did not even bring this up today. I I'm just, just saying. I'm sorry
2: I suggested we all go to lunch together. That's <laughs> <laughs> all I was saying. We had
4: fun. We should all do it sometime. I don't want to eat with any mm. of you. I know. I'll
2: drink. <laughs>
0: Damn. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That was a fun lunch, though, wasn't it, Tim? Wasn't it was that great? great? We had a blast. We did. It was some serious bond Would that go like three and a half hours? Something crazy like that. It was a long something time. like that. that. that yeah. yeah.
4: See, you're such an ass. You're just stirring the
3: pot <laughs> and poking all And I'm
0: just like, I'm tuning it all out right
4: now. If I was allowed to I'm say one of those FCC out. words on the air right now, I would uh-huh. call you that. But now I'm just no? going to go with.
0: You know, this kind of activity has been going on for so long that it just doesn't even faze me anymore. Obviously it doesn't. Seems so unaffected. I just want everybody to know I'm not ignorant in this mess. I know what's going on.
3: People think we're kidding.
0: (laughs) Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport.